Welcome back, everybody, to the Perfect Timing Podcast, episode number 29, and we're feeling fine, Serge, are we? No. <laughs> Could have predicted yeah, that man, one. we're feeling great. <laughs> episode 29, you know, we're live, Nick, we're nowhere live. We're alive. That's all, that's all that matters. That's all, that's all that matters. Well, well, Serge, I'm, I'm sitting on Long Island right now. I just smashed some pizza and a couple of garlic knots. I'm feeling good. Mm -hmm. But as you guys can see, the name of this episode is going to be something along the lines of the ups and downs of fandom. And there is no... Well, no, that's what what we're calling it. (laughs) That's what I wrote down (laughs) just for a draft. I don't know. Something along (laughs) those lines. I think there is no better representation of this than you and I today. After what we both experienced last night, Am I, am I wrong? Am I wrong? I mean, sure. <laughs> ups and downs. I don't think I had many ups in the past two weeks, but uh, yeah, sure. I guess, yeah. Serge and I were both on the verge of Eastern and Western Conference Finals births, basically, last night. Celtics decided to do it. The Suns, on the other hand, did not. And I guess we'll just we'll just dive straight in on that. We'll talk about some other stuff later too. But I think the people know what they're getting into today with this episode, with you being a Suns fan and myself being a Celtics fan. They know what they're getting into. Do you want to talk about the Suns first? I don't even want to ask. I didn't even want to text you yesterday. (laughs) I don't understand that. Like people, people get scared to text me about this type of stuff when my teams lose. Listen, I'm okay. (laughs) Like I, I, it's. It's obviously unfortunate, you know, you'd want them to win uh, games like that, especially against a team that they're just better than, I think, like roster-wise, top to bottom. Now, whether they had the right game plan going through, whether they had their prepared, whether they even came to plays, that's another question. But roster to roster, we have a a better team. I mean, we were the number one seed, only team won 60 games in the season. We were the number one team by a large stretch for the majority of the year. So – um, I, you know, I, I expected better things. I didn't expect exactly, you know, winning a championship, but I did expect at least, uh, you know, Western Conference Finals berth. Um, you know, I, I would, I would, I want them to win a championship, of course, but another, it's winning a championship is hard to do, and especially for teams that I like. You know, it's it's damn near impossible. But uh, yeah, it was just, un- it was just a bad game. This is unfortunate. I think the way that they went out, you know. Um, the arguing on the sidelines between, you know, Aiton and Monty. And then, uh, you know, you're down by – you're outscored by one player in the first half. Luca has 28 and you guys have 27. Uh, Chris Paul can't buy a basket. Devin can't buy a basket. Mikel can't buy a basket. Uh, this is a bad game. This is we- It was a weird game and a bad game. Um, but there's going to be – there's definitely going to be some changes in the offseason for sure. Uh, I think Aiton's going to be gone. He's going to be a restricted free agent this year. I don't think the Phoenix Suns have any intention of paying him what he wants. So he's going to likely walk. And then uh, I think that's going to be the only major move. I think everybody else is going to come back. But, uh, you know, move on. It's not a big deal. It's, it's sports, people. It's sports. I don't take it that seriously. Um, there's lo- way more important bigger stuff in life and to get upset about 
your favorite team losing a, a game. Like that shit is fickle. You know, there's always another season. But you only have one life. Remember that. Deep. It's deep that, for you right there. That's right. That's really deep, man. I love it. Yeah, I mean, Mace Bay texted our group too. It was not your fault, Serge. Last night, especially, it was not the Suns' fault. Oh, it was no, it was it was their fault. That was <laughs> that that was all their fault. First of all, we were game up six two games. Was, game six was pretty much game your six fault. and game seven because we were up two games. We were games three, four, six, and seven were our fault because we were up games one and games two. After game two, what happens? Booker and Chris Paul decide to go on their little press conference. They talk trash about targeting Luca. What happens? Luca puts it on their head top. Game three and game four. Game five, Suns destroy them, beat them by 30 at home. What does Devin say? That's the Luca special. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what the Luca special is? A 45 burger back in Dallas for game six. That's what the Luca special is. We're going to beat you by 20 at home. And then game seven, I'm going to outscore your whole entire team myself in the first half. That's what the Luca <laughs> special is. So, the Suns had this coming, had this coming to them. They've been talking trash the whole entire year. Um, you know, they've become a very unlikable team. Like if I wasn't a Suns fan myself, I wouldn't like the Suns. And I think part of that is, you know, having Chris Paul on your team. Chris Paul, I, and I, and I messaged this in the group uh, today. There's been like a shift in the narrative around Chris Paul. Chris Paul was hated big time before joining the Oklahoma City Thunder when he was on the Rocks with the when he was on the Rocks with Harden, the Clippers, Lob City Clippers. People did not like Chris Paul. Chris Paul was punching people in the nuts left and right. He's been doing it since college. He's dirty. You know, he's cheap. He takes these tacky fouls. He flops. You know, he does all these things. And then he finally, you know, gets to the thunder. He doesn't complain, brings him to the playoffs. Um, his stock kind of grew in people's eyes as far as likability. And then when he joined the Suns, I think that really elevated him to another level of likability because it was just he's thought of like the savior and uh, how, you know, he brought this team from the doldrum, the NBA to the you know NBA finals. So, you know, I guess it's warranted. But, um, yeah, I just. It, it was just funny to see, especially with the Pat Bev stuff today. With the call outs and calling him a cone on defense, and he's right to an extent because they do hide Chris Paul a great deal on uh defense. But, um, that, I don't was, think he's that a, was one of the he's funniest cone by any chance. That's one of the funniest comments I've ever heard. Like, yeah, he's, a cone. he's a cone, yeah. he's a traffic cone. What's yeah. a traffic cone do? Just sits there. Yeah, it's <laughs> hilarious considering that traffic cone put 41 on your ass last in game <laughs> six of last year's playoffs, Western Commons final. So, whether he's a cone on defense is one thing, but the guy can still get buckets, and that's all that's that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. Definitely unfortunate. I wish I could have pulled it out, but hey, I've been a I've been a Suns fan for a very long time. They haven't been good for a very long time. It was about ten years before last year that they even made the playoffs. So the fact that they even made it, I won't say the fact they made it this far. This year sucks because they had a one seed, but um. Uh. I'll get like this isn't this is not a big deal. <laughs> I've seen the Falcons blow a 28 to 3 lead in the Super Bowl. Okay. This is not a big deal. <laughs> the the Suns yeah. aren't the uh the darling team from a few years ago, man. They're just like you said, it's the shift of the likability between this team. It just just like that. Last year, everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, let's go. Let's Suns. Like, let's win it. And I know you and I were on them. 
or I joined you on the yeah, we're the bubble boys. The bubble boys. boys. (laughs) That's right for that year. But like, it's crazy. Just especially, I think it's mainly Chris Paul, Devin Booker, the amount of shit that he talks during the game and the stuff about Luca. Yeah, it's really those two, and it's understandable because it's like we haven't been good for so long. Now Devin Booker's always talked trash. Yeah, always talked. He's been a big huge trash talker when he was putting seventy on the Celtics. Yeah, we're gonna get to them very quickly, Nick. Um, when he was talking, putting something in a loss, he was talking trash, saying, You can't guard me. Um, so, but uh, yeah, they're just not, they're just, I don't know, something changed, something happened from game six to game seven, or game five to game six, something happened in the locker room, um, for them to lose their focus like that. Um, they'll have a new team next year, eight, like I said, Ain will be gone. Uh, I could see Jay Crowder won't be there either. I think they have to, you know, ship him out because he was. He was I don't I don't want to talk about him. Um, he's just so bad. <laughs> but yeah, Ain will be gone, Jake Carter will be gone. So it'll be a new team in the valley next year and uh move on. That's right. You know? And I, I, what I was saying, I'm gonna say before, I said that don't blame yourself, don't blame the Suns and everything. Game seven was on a blood moon or lunar eclipse, whatever way you want to say it. And with the suns, the moon, there has to be some sort of weird, weird sort of like. I don't even know, like no. energy, energy with that. There was nothing, dude, like for them to be like that at home and to play like that in game seven to lose by what, 40, right? Was something 40? Was it something like that? I have no idea. I think it was so 40. I, I, I even like Gina was like sitting on the couch. I, I, I turned it on for two seconds. She's like, whoa, they're getting smoked. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so like, bad. Even was, she reacted and she doesn't like basketball at all. It so was she terrible. Like, like the Mavs are hitting ridiculous shots. I was like, I mean, they have a hand in their face. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Which, it was like we couldn't make anything, and they just kept making everything. Yep. And it was just, and it was just a weird series. Like, I, hey, Luca, you're one of the you're you're top top five currently in the NBA. I'd say yeah. top five. I don't want to give you top three quite yet. No, um, but you're top five in the NBA. You're definitely up there. Um, you know. We could have had you. We didn't draft you. Whatever. I'm not going to sulk about it. Uh, but uh, hey, you're a beast. Who'd and, uh, you guys get? Said is that dragon? We drafted. Or? No, we drafted Aiden. Aiden number one. Ah, we okay. number three. That's the thing. We made it to the NBA Finals, and we were two games away from yeah. winning it. So, if if the Suns had won a championship last year, then you're not even having this conversation. Yes, agreed. One hundred percent agree. But since you lost. And well, if you if you beat them this series, you're not even yeah. having this conversation. Agreed. Um, Just also the fact that I know we go back to Chris Paul, him losing another series down or up 2-0. It's five yeah. series now, I think it is, right? Which is yeah. absolutely insane for him to be on those every one of those rosters that's lost a 2-0 lead in a, in a series and lost the series. It's just – it's bad. It's his it's fourth bad. or fifth game seven loss. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Chris Paul, he's great. But even I was saying last year, the guy tends to come up a little bit short when you need him the most. I'm hearing he was injured, but, man, if you're injured, then you shouldn't be playing. You know <laughs> he, I mean? hobbled, he hobbled out of the stadium last night. Yeah, cool. like, <laughs> like, you're gonna, like, that's like LeBron James, more yeah, soft yeah. ass after, I think it was 2019, after <laughs> being swept by the Warriors. Like, bro, if you're injured – don't play don't try don't make it look like i'm injured now so feel bad for me i'm a warrior no if you're injured don't play 
so the Suns can figure something out. Because I still believe the Suns would have won that series had they just gone more opportunities to DeAndre Aiden because it was a clear mismatch. But for whatever reason, the Suns would refuse to give him the ball, wouldn't run a play for him. He didn't have a touch in, that, in yesterday's game until the second quarter, and he ended up losing by, you know, 50 or 40 points, whatever the score was. So, hey, as I like to say on this podcast, what can you do? <laughs> I knew it was coming at some point. What can you do? Uh, moving on, Nick. Your Celtics. Yes. Very happy. They played, well, they played well yesterday. They played damn well. Game seven, game six, both of them just so much fun to watch. Jason Tatum is the man. Grant Williams yesterday is the fucking man. Yeah, Fatty <laughs> that <and> man. <laughs> Shout out Alan for that. <laughs> Your cousin, right? Yeah, shout out Alan. <laughs> That's great. I, he just the amount of shots that he made yesterday. I, every time he touched the ball, I was like, Grant, no. Yeah, and then he would he make shot. It. He shot shot 13 threes in the first half. I mean, if you're gonna leave him wide open from three, yeah, do it. I mean, thank God he's saying are, that too. Chances are because I think he started out his career. They're saying this he shot, he missed 25 straight threes to start out yeah. his career. Yep. Um, so he's obviously every, a hard worker. Every year he's gone up. The past three years he's gone up in practicing three-point shooting, and every single year his percentage has gone up too. I saw that as well. Um, proud of him. I mean, the entire team. Game seven in the garden, couldn't have asked for anything better. It seemed like the atmosphere was absolutely electric. Uh, it just it was so, so fun to watch. Just every single shot. I was on the edge of my seat watching the game. Tatum balled out. Both games, Jalen Brown could have done better, but he did. I mean, points where he was so good. Um, even Peyton Pritchard at the end of the game hitting some dagger threes, which were just beautiful to see. Derek White played horrible. <laughs> Every time he touched the ball, I was like, get him off the court. Don't let him shoot it. He made one three in like the third quarter, I think it was, but he was over up until then. And it was, I was scared every time he was on the court. But, uh, but no, man, I am just so damn proud of that team. That was so, so fun of a series to shut down Giannis, the reigning champs, shut down the, the reigning on, MVP. On, on. I need I need you to rephrase that. You didn't shut down Giannis, all right? You I beat mean, the Bucks. I mean, in the series, in the series. Yeah, we beat the Bucs. You, you beat the Bucs in this series without Chris Middleton. Let's Chris add Middleton. that note. Huge, huge, huge <laughs> help. Yeah, absolutely. I said it to Gina, too, yesterday. I was like, if Chris Middleton, every time this guy, super nice guy, like really likable, like all this other stuff, but man, I can't stand it whenever he plays and stuff because he, he kills him every time. He kills him every cooks, time. Dude. He cooks. And that was the one one shining thing in this entire series heading. And I was like, no, Chris Middleton, if he's out for the entire series, hopefully he is healthy. Like he's a good guy. Like I said, I root for him to be healthy, all that sort of stuff. But for him not to play against the Celtics, that was big time. And um, like you said, you, you alluded to it. Like, yeah, we didn't shut down Giannis, but there was points where he would be in the middle and yeah, he would shoulder somebody. He would smoke Marcus Marcus Smart with his shoulder, or he would like be in the middle, and he would we would just trap him. There would be Al Grant and Marcus all in the middle on him, and he would not know what to do with himself. Um, it was just great to see uh, a lot of the other shooters on the outside. Drew Holiday didn't score as much as I would have expected him in the game six and seven for the Celtics to win it because he was hot game five and game four too. Um, Brooke Lopez hit a three at the beginning of the game, and you know how much I cannot stand that man. And every time Brooke I see Lopez, him, why? Yeah, I, I don't know why. He's just so annoying to me. And I know Joe texted in the group too, but like 
He just, he's a weird dude. I, I feel like every time we've played Brooke Lopez, and I looked up the stat a few years ago, I don't know if it's true anymore now, but every time he has hit a three against us, they, he is beating us. Whatever team he's been on, every single time he's hit a three against us, he has won. And last night he hit a three, and I was like, no, this is going to happen again. He's going to beat us by hitting a three. But alas, it didn't happen. Celtics won. We're on to the heat. I'm so, so excited. We are, have been on the revenge tour this entire season, the entire playoffs, going to the, to the Brooklyn Nets, not wasting a game at the regular season, playing them getting the two seed, playing them as a seven seed, going and being the Bucks this series. Now we have the Bubble Boys, the Bubble Boy heroes up next. The I Miami Heat. Bubble, they're not the Bubble Boy heroes. They lost uh, the boy LeBron, the king, the Kang, LeBron <laughs> James. But um, but, in, but we had we played against them in the bubble, and that's, how, that's why they beat us, because they would not have beat us in a normal NBA arena or in a normal NBA year a few years ago, completely different team since then, which I am so excited to see this team against this team, which granted they have the number one seed. I'm not looking past them at all, but I'm excited to see what this matchup is going to be like for this series because completely different team, completely different setup between each of these teams. Really? Um, I'm fired up, dude. Bienvenidos on Miami. Celtics out. Let's fucking go. What has Benavides on Miami? Oh, it's from Miami? No, it's Welcome to Miami. You've never heard in, uh, of course in, in, heard Will, in Will Smith's song, Miami. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. Yeah, I, was just, I was just trying to get you to sing the song. I know. <laughs> I, I always sing it every um, single time I hear it. Yeah. Anytime yeah. I say Miami. Gina said that yesterday, actually. She was like, wait, who, who's playing next? And I said, Miami. She said, who? I said, Miami. She said, Nick, who are they playing next? I said, Bienvenido San Miami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm psyched. Yeah, man. It's going to be a good series. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler's going to annoy the fuck out of you. I already know. Uh, Tyler Hero's going to annoy you even more. Yeah. <laughs> I think the key to that series, though, is Bam. Yeah, was Bam always played is. So- Bam, I, who did Bam block? Was it Jason Tatum in overtime? He blocked. Someone was going towards the rim in the bubble. Someone was Ice? trying to yam it. it wasn't Tice. It was definitely it was Tatum. It was da- definitely Tatum then, yeah. It was, it was. I think it was Tatum. Someone was trying to yam it on in overtime. Yeah, in yeah. Game, and he blocked it. I was like, that is the sickest game Jimmy Butler ever seen. Um, and then he got hurt. So I think that really hurt the Heat's chances um, in that finals matchup against the Lakers. Yeah, for sure. We were but, two um, minutes from getting to the finals that year, dude. Two minutes away. Oh, that's it. Also, revenge tour. Just keep it rolling, baby. Got another revenge game. Another revenge series. I can't so wait for it. It's going to be a tough series. It's going to be a hard-fought series. Mm-hmm. Uh, just stay away from Miami nightlife, you know. <laughs> stay away from that, guys. Stay away from that. You'll get <laughs> you. Um, you you yeah. sound like you're speaking from experience. Oh, I am. <laughs> I've, had many, I've had many nights. <laughs> and then Miami. Yeah. You know? Miami, Miami, Miami. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a good series. I'm looking forward to it just to see the different matchups and stuff. Bam versus Horford. Robert Williams might be back. Um, I hope so. I mean, he was uh, healthy. He was healthy for last game. He just, I think, uh, Eme came out and said that he wasn't going to put him as a rotation uh, in the rotation because it was going to mess everything up. You know, what but... you're going to be annoyed with though, because hmm. Duncan Robinson's 
kind of like fallen out of the like the rotation. That's good. So good for us. <laughs> it's not because they have another guy named Max Struess. <laughs> yeah, I've heard dude, a lot about it, but so I haven't crazy. seen him. The I haven't seen him play. Threes. Really? All day. Better than it's Duncan so Robinson because Duncan Robinson was so annoying. Duncan Robinson can't play. Duncan Robinson can't play defense, so yeah. he can't play. Um, Max Struess shoots threes and he plays defense. He locks up. Max Struess and um. Gabe Vincent. These are two D League, like G League players. Really? That are that. Yeah, like the, that have gone to Heat's like system and now they're, you know, rotational players. So mm-hmm. they're part of that Heat hashtag Heat culture. <laughs> so that's going to be, you, see how many times you hear hashtag Heat culture during the game. <laughs> Take a shot every time. That's a new game. Take a shot every time you hear hashtag Heat culture during the game. Yeah, you'll be a blunder in your ass by halftime. No, but yeah, I, I feel like I haven't watched too much of the Heat this year. And thank you for like letting me know about these different players because I definitely the games tomorrow, first games tomorrow night when I release this up when we release this episode tomorrow on Perfect Time on Tuesday, I'll be watching the game tomorrow night. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you educating me on those different players because I have heard Max Struess's name for for like the past few weeks and I haven't watched any games to know who he is. So thank you, Serge. Struess, Gabe Vincent, Kyle Lowry. Larry's out though. Uh, I Tyler thought Hero. I saw. I think Larry's out. out for game one. Yeah, he's yeah. out for game one. Strews, Gabe Vincent, Kyle Lowry, Gay, uh, Caleb Martin, um, PJ Tucker. Oh, I can't stand him. Yeah, he's back. I can't stand him. <laughs> and because uh, I won on the Celtics. Deadman's still in the league. Yeah, he's on the Heat. Wow. Look at that. Um, yeah, Udonis has him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, hashtag heat culture, man. He's the yeah. perfect, hashtag perfect culture. hashtag heat culture. It's going to be a hell of a series. I'm fired up for yeah. it, dude. It's going to be a good one. There's another series happening, too. There is. Warriors, I was going to say. Mass. It's going to be a lot of threes, that series. <laughs> a lot of threes. Yep. A lot of five out. I think the – now, I think the pick – that most people are picking the Warriors. I'm going to go with the Mavs because after what I saw last season, I mean, last series, who's being that? <laughs> yeah. You know? It's funny because the Warriors, I think, game five, I think, against the Grizzlies, they were down by 50 points at one point. Mm-hmm. So yes. there was, it was so, <laughs> yeah, they were getting smoked. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, embarrassed. Uh, ha- had they lost that series, you're talking about that game or the sun, not, oh, not over the Sunday, it wasn't game seven, but, there are a lot of weird things happening in this playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that's a prime example of it. But yep. again, back to the Warriors Mavs series. I think the I think the out, my heart's telling me the Mavs, but my my brain is telling me it's going to be the Warriors. Yeah, I know I the just, Warriors. Warriors are the betting favorites right now. Celtics are number two, and then I think it's Heat, and then um, Mavs after that, or maybe vice versa. I forget exactly what it was. I know Celtics are one and two, the Warriors, but. It, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be weird, man. Like with it's Steph Curry is still Steph Curry. I know we talked about that a few weeks. He's still doing Steph Curry things. Clay has been different than previous years, right? He's not the same player he was a number of years ago since his ACL tear, right? I think at least watching him, um, they have a very different setup than a number of years ago. They don't have like big ass Andrew Bogut in the middle anymore. They don't have Andre Iguodala on the team anymore. Like it's like hilarious. Well, he's on. He's on the team. He's on the bench. He's the oh, that's right. That's right. Why am I? Th- why did I think that he was on the Heat? He was on the Heat last year. Okay, there you go. That's why. Okay, I thought I saw him on the bench the other day. I was very confused by that. Um, 
but you don't have like the Andrew Bogut. I mean, you have Wiseman now, right? And you have uh, Andrew Wiggins on the team now. Very different than what it was a few years ago where you have Sean Livingston and you have everybody else on that team too. It's a very different roster than it is of like the 2016, like coming out of nowhere Warriors, like the the amazing three, the three, the splash bros. Like it's very different than that now. Yeah. Game is very focused on, on Steph Curry. Um, it's going to be a really good series, like you said. That I mean, the way Luca balled out against you guys. If he somehow makes it makes their way into the championship, it's going to be one hell of a matchup, and I really hope that. I don't think he's going to make it because I think Draymond Green's going to take him out. Yeah, Draymond. <laughs> Probably. Gonna, yeah. He's going to take him out, and, and then I don't he, mean. And then he's going to go to a. To, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think he's going to take him out to like lunch or something. He's going to take him out. He's going to punch him in the balls and do something dirty. Something dirty is going to happen that series. I guarantee it. Oh, for sure. Especially by Draymond. And then guess what he's going to do? He's going to leave the court after he gets ejected and podcast about it in the locker room, like right after that. Yeah. I wonder how the players feel about that. How like the organization feels like, dude, why are you podcasting right after our games? Giving bulletin board materials to the other team. I think it's kind of cool, dude. Like, imagine, like, just, like, being, like, I'm fucking tired of this shit. Like, getting ejected and then going right to the locker room, headphones on, mics up, mic up and everything. It just, it's, like, I was listening to part of my take yesterday, and they were talking about, or I think it was last week when they mentioned it, about how, like, it's basically, like, he's doing his own, like, press conference, but, like, on his own terms, which is kind of, like, the whole like player empowerment kind of stuff that's going on in the NBA and NFL right now. But like, it's kind of cool. Like where he gets to like promote his own brand while also giving takes about the stuff, especially after it gets ejected. And like he did the other night where he just came right off the court and then started recording the podcast. So pretty fun. I kind of like that. I haven't listened, but I've heard it's good. Yeah. I know that. I don't really care for it. <laughs> I would agree. I don't listen to a lot of sports podcasts. I don't listen to like comedy stuff. Yeah. And uh, UFC, I guess that's sports. Was it a UFC podcast too? I was in the two of them. Yeah. Damn. Good for you. But they're how, kind of, yeah. How many podcasts do you average in a day or week? A day or a week? Uh, a week. Let me, oh, let me tell you my schedule. Let me tell yeah, you yeah. Let's hear it. Schedule. Let's hear it. Mondays are, Monday are for the buds, for the buds. <laughs> and I throw in a little bad friends, you know, bad yep. friends. Gets the soul right. So I do the buds, two on buds Monday. Being, buds being the, the who, if people don't know. Buds being the taste buds. Taste, taste buddies. buddies. Joe DeRosa and Sal Falcano. The great Sal Falcano. Sally Babes. Um, Sally Babes. <laughs> Tuesday, I do a little bit of Christian Chaos sometimes, all the time. Yep. Sometimes. Um, but uh, sometimes, yeah. So Tuesday's Christian Chaos. Wednesday, I do my Tiger Belly with uh, Bobby Lee. And the Tiger Belly crew. Um, Thursday, I do my uh, Hey Babe with Sa- the great Sal Volcano and Chrissy D. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I listen? Friday, I don't think I listen to any. Oh, Thursday, I also listen to. Uh, uh, so yeah, so Tuesday. Let me go back. So Tuesday, I listen to another because I forgot my USC podcast. I listen to Michael Bisping's Michael Bisping's uh, podcast. Um, I'm blanking on the name right now. Um, it's Believe You Me. So listen to Believe You Me on Tuesday. It's a UFC podcast. It has some co- uh, comedy elements as well. Um, and he also does it on Thursday as well. So he does that on Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, and then Friday is nothing. Friday is if I have to catch up on a podcast. Like I listen to half of it if I don't finish. 
Um, Saturday is nothing. And Sunday, I listen to Weighing In. It's another UFC podcast or just like another mixed martial arts podcast. Um, that's Sunday. So I listen to what? So like six, seven podcasts a week. It'll go down now. But um, yeah, it's about six or seven podcasts a week for me. I probably listen, listen to more podcasts than I do TV shows. Yeah. I watch TV shows at this point. Definitely. Definitely. I, I listen. I feel like I listen to way too many podcasts where I have like upwards of like 10 to 15 per week. Something along those lines, like at least one, two, sometimes even three per day, depending on how long they are and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I won't go through my whole schedule because that'll take like 20 minutes, but like always classics. I think Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I have to listen part of my take first thing Monday, Wednesday, Friday for that. And dude, you forgot to mention one of our podcasts that we both listen to. Oh, the perfect time in podcast number two on uh, Tuesday. I don't, I don't <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I usually don't listen either, other than the NFL episode, which I think he had to listen to that because that was of course, of course. beautiful, beautiful listen. Um, and then I don't know, a lot of football stuff. I really don't listen to too many like Patriots like focus podcasts because once again, like screw the radio station, screw the the classic media of the Patriots stuff because I don't listen to any of it because I can't stand up because they're all wrong. Um, other than that, sports, yeah, Chrissy Chaos, of course. Hey, babe, Thursdays, as always. And Gene is a huge fan of Chrissy D as well and Sal. She, like, cracks up at Sal. Like, we've always watched Practical Jokers. So they always, yeah, Hey, babe is always the go-to, especially on the way to and or from work for her in Boston. So it's always a good listen, but I'm always listen to podcasts. And that's why we started one, because we love listening to podcasts. So might as well give people something to listen to. Exactly. Right? I love it. Exactly. Well, Tuesdays are for the buds. That's right. Yes, Mondays are for the buds. Mondays are for the buds. Yep. That's right. Well, Serge, moving into some other categories. We had talked about the NBA playoffs for, what, close to a half an hour, I think, right? And Probably, yeah. It was a lot to deal with, dude. A whole lot of stuff going on. There's some other stuff and some other um, topics that we could discuss. A few in the NFL. I know it's the offseason, but there's NFL is always going, right? Always, always something cooking with the NFL. Um, since the draft, there has been some NFL rookie uh, rookie mini camps going on. I know your Falcons have begun, as well as the Patriots have begun, right? See any pictures, videos, or anything like that from the Falcons? Uh, I saw some. I saw like a GIF of a Desert Marathon to Drake London. Mm-hmm. Someone commented, "It's going to be picked." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I watched some of that. Um, I haven't, I haven't really been following anything Falcons related. Uh, other than some whatever. of the news with the wide receivers, dude, other than that. Yeah. Other than this, the set, the basketball team, receiving court <laughs> that we're, you know, going to field out next year. Um, it's like six, three or bigger. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It doesn't mean they trade for what the trade for Brian, at, Brian Edwards. Oh yeah. I forgot about that too. Yeah. They signed Auden Tate. They signed Jerome Allison. <laughs> they drafted Drake London. Literally the tallest wide receiving picks. group of all time, dude. Like, what? Yeah. I forgot about Brian Edwards, and I forgot about Auden Tate earlier. They signed Jerome Allison, like you said, today. I mean, dude, goddamn, they're just going to have Marcus Marietta just throw it up somewhere, and he'll yeah, be up all there. All of them, horrible separation. Horrible <laughs> <laughs> such a horrible separation. <laughs> oh, and Cordero Patterson's like 6'3 as well, so. Yeah, that's right. He's listed, he's listed as a starting running back since you guys cut Mike, Mike Davis. So who knows if that's going to mm-hmm. be a full time thing for him or not? But 
Yeah. Yeah. Got some tall receivers, dude. How's the weather up there? It's looking good. Where in Atlanta? Yeah, because okay, they're so tall. It's a joke whenever you say anybody's tall. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, good for them. That, that should be good and build on that for this upcoming year. We'll see what uh, what that offense does. Um, Patriots minicamp. Uh, I haven't seen too many things from it. I know that we cut a few players. One of them, a Massachusetts native, Liam Shanahan, got cut from for a uh, field physical. And then today, Derek King, wide receiver, quarterback, uh, running back type player uh, that was at Houston and then transferred to Miami this past year got cut today as well. Um, and then another cornerback that I have written down somewhere, I forget the guy's name, but he also got cut, but haven't heard much about it once again, because I don't listen to too many Patriots focused podcasts or media or anything like that. Um, but I'm excited to see what this rookie class does. I know Marcus Jones had surgery recently, so he wasn't at the rookie mini camp. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the season. It's already the beginning of football, dude, with all the guys working out and all this other stuff. So, like I said, NFL's always going. And, Serge, you had some fantastic news that you saw today from your boy, your favorite quarterback in the NFC South. Oh, that bomb's coming back. <laughs> There's yeah, a big, Drew Brees, yeah. Drew Brees left his post, his position at NBC because he's – Did he leave? Cons- he, he, it's up in the air, apparently. <laughs> or it, he, he, did he leave? No, he got fired, Nick. He got fired. That's the agenda I'm putting out there. He got fired. He was fired from his job because yep. he was bad at it. And now he wants to go to another job he was bad at. He wants to be a quarterback for New Orleans Saints. That would be a mistake, in my opinion, for New Orleans Saints. I feel like they'd be going backwards rather than going forward. Leave Drew Brees in the past. Move on. Jameis' time, you know? This is not and this is not based on like I'm scared of Drew Brees or anything. Let me tell you something. I'm not. <laughs> I prefer Drew Brees to actually be the quarterback of New Orleans Saints. I would I know, that New, I know that noodle arm can't throw it past the 30-yard line yeah. at this point in his career. Um, so if he wants to come back, be my guest. But for the New Orleans Saints fans' sake, you know what? Fuck him. Take him back. Take him back. I don't care. Take him back. I don't care. Take him back. Take him back. Because I want to see you guys suffer next year. Because that is one team that I will never root for, no matter what. I will, if they're playing the Patriots Super Bowl, guess who I'm rooting for? The Patriots. Yeah. I don't care. I hate the Saints with the passion of a thousand <laughs> sons. Shout out DeAndre Hayden. You know, <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. I love it. I'm in for it. That's why I wanted to give you the give you the mic for that because I knew yeah. you were so happy when you saw that news. You texted the group automatically and were like, "I'm not gonna say it, but." Some are speculating that he may have been fired from his job. <laughs> that's why he wants to what come did I back. Say? I said, I said, yeah, I said, yeah, Drew Brees. But I, I said Drew Brees just got fired from NBC. And then I said under that, I was like, now nah, that may not be true. <laughs> that's just <laughs> that's the, what I'm running said, with. That's the agenda I'm going to put out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Drew Brees was fired from his job. I'm going to put that out there. You know who wasn't fired from NBC? Matt Ryan. <laughs> yep. So who's a better quarterback now? That's right. No MVP having schlub. One other other piece of NFL news that we saw uh, this past week was uh, cornerback Jair Alexander getting his bag uh, for the Packers. Um, He was paid 30 mil on a signing bonus, the most of any quarterback, and he's the highest 
cornerback in the entire NFL currently, higher than Jalen Ramsey. Um, and despite the Packers always losing in the playoffs and despite the defense always not being the best, um, he has been a lockdown corner since he came in the league. I've been a huge fan of him. I know the Patriots wanted to draft him the year that he came out. I think it was 2018, I want to say. I think I was looking at it the other day. Um, where they had a pick a few there. The Packers had a pick. They traded out of the first or maybe later in the first, I think it was. And then they traded back in, in order to pick up Jai Alexander. It was like five picks before we got Isaiah win. Um, so yeah, good for Jai Alexander getting that bag when he, when he deserves it. And the amount of money that these cornerbacks and these players are getting paid now is just, just absolutely absurd. There's nothing else to say about that, right? Did he miss a lot of the season last year? He only had yeah. 13 tackles. Last year, he missed a pick. ton of the season. Yeah. Because I know from the, uh, he was the defense that like all, uh, in all position player league that I told you about for football. We mm-hmm. can draft like defensive players and everything like that too. I had him on my team or drafted him. And then he was hurt for like half the entire season. So I had him on my IR and then I like put him in the end of the game and he didn't do too much. But um, yeah. He's been a beast since he came out of the league, uh, since he came into the league and everything. So good for him getting that bag and setting some uh, some high precedent for some more corners and safeties and everything to get paid this off uh, this next few seasons too. So and I saw AJ Terrell's on that list too, definitely up there for getting paid as well. You think? Yeah, what? man, Terrell Island, mm-hmm. love that dude. He's a beast. Yep, that's right. Best corner in that draft. Mm-hmm. Better than Trayvon Diggs. Yep. Better than CJ Henderson. Yeah, all by far. Better than Jeff Okuda. Yep, hasn't hasn't played well <laughs> since he came out of the league. Better than uh, I think the Panthers drafted a corner too. I don't think it was JC Horn though. That was Jeremy Chin that draft though. They didn't draft a corner to that back. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, he's the best corner in that draft. Love it. Well, that's the most that we have for the NFL and NBA talk. Serge. Talk about some music now, dude. I think both of us have the same exact reaction when it came to music. We wanted to talk about this Kendrick album because, man, it was Fire Flames. It was, right? I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about it, dude. It was so damn good from the first song on the entire album, all the entire hour and 16 minutes for it. Every single song. It was, it was so good. Yeah, bangers galore. It's, mm-hmm. it's a great album, great sonically put together. I liked the mixing, the production was great, the, yep. the, the message, the lyrics, everything. Just the songs just not just it just sounded good, mm-hmm. you know. So just an album that sounded good. You know, I think a lot of people put a lot of music out, and I think that kind of hurts things when they put a bunch of songs on their album and there's not a lot of focus in them. But I think this album was good because it was like well, 18 songs, but it was very focused, very yep. clean. He had something that he wanted to say. Uh, and you learned so much about him, too, which I can really appreciate. It. It's always mm-hmm. great to have a musician that doesn't always let their life play out in the uh, media, <coughs> Kanye. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I do like it. I like how, I like it when my uh, art, when my favorite artists have some mystery to them. And I learned so much about Kendrick in this album, you know? Yep. I learned that his auntie is a man now. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> Demetrius is Marianne now. Yeah, Demetrius is Marianne now. So, uh, yeah, that was it's a great album. Great album. He's such a good storyteller. And, like, mm-hmm. always I was talking to one of my 
one of my f- former colleagues, but still friends with uh, George Gomes. Shout out George. He's every single every single Kendrick album is a lot to digest, and whether it's between the lyrics, between the beats, between the songs, everything overall, I, I saw like a something very funny the other day, just offhand. Uh, it was like Kendrick stands are set are telling you to listen to the album three separate times, but listen to, to, to a different way every single time so that you can fully enjoy and listen to the album. It was like, listen to just the lyrics first, then the beats and the songs next, then listen to it. Completely funny, but like it's a, always a lot to digest with a Kendrick album. This was one of the easiest listens to um, probably since Good Kid, Mad City. Um, and for him, just like I said, top to bottom, like you, you don't expect expect too many bangers from Kendrick, right? You expect some good songs. You don't expect bangers. And this had everything on the album where I've listened to it three times now, I think it is. And it's definitely going to be on repeat for the next, I don't know, probably the entire summer. And I'm very excited to listen to it every single damn time because there's a new favorite every single time I listen to it. Um, top to bottom. So damn good. And I'm so happy that it came out because after, uh, Harlow's album wasn't the best. And after uh, Future's album was good, good, not great, I don't think. Uh, definitely Future, Future doesn't really have a lot of great albums. I, although yeah. I do think DS2 is, uh, DS2 is great. Oh, yeah. And uh, Hendrix is great. I think those are my two favorite. Hendrix being my favorite. Yep. Um, yeah, I thought, what was it called? I don't really like you. I never liked you. Something like yeah. that. I never, I never liked really you. Liked you. Never liked you. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought that album was cool. The Pusha T's album was good as well. I think that's probably the second best album to come out this year. Pusha T too, yeah, that's right. Yeah, to, Kend- to Kendrick's, but I think that there's a huge mm-hmm. drop-off from Kendrick's to Pusha T's. Yep. Um, just because, you know, Kendrick's, Kendrick's, you know, he's, he's a beast. Yep. Man's a beast. Completely agree. I never liked you as Future's album. Yeah, between all the new albums that have dropped in the past month, right? Pusha T's was last yeah. month, right? I think it was. Out of all those, yeah. Kendrick Lamar's, I think, even though it's the most recent and there may be recent bi- recency bias, I don't think so in this I case. Don't think so. no, I don't think so. I think so. it's the best. I agree. Right, listen, here's the thing about me, and I was talking to Alex Sarkis about this earlier. Shout out, Alex. I don't listen to albums often. Yep. I have to listen to them if I'm working out. I don't listen to music unless I'm working out. Yep. I didn't have headphones so i couldn't work out to this song to, to any music or any at least any music on my phone i can only listen to stuff on my on my ipod touch i was listening to like paramore as usual um but i listened to this album on my drive to dubois pennsylvania i went to luigi's and i got myself the godfather sub hello i'm around <laughs> I don't know. What are we talking? What are, what are we talking about over here? Hey, so, what <laughs> so I got a Godfather sub and I was listening to the album on the way there. And it just made the whole experience that much better. Yep. Like the song, like the album was just great. I was just bobbing in my car. It's like, let's let's go. It's like <laughs> this is awesome. And then I got my Godfather sub and I drove back home. It was just great. Just great, 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 great weekend. That was, that was a highlight of my weekend. Going oh, to, going to go get a coffee. So I listen to Kendrick's album. I mean, the way that a music can change your vibe, and the way that a music can have an effect on the way that your mood is, is unbelievable. Because 
even an example from today when I was like driving off of the ferry, I had my movie playlist on because, you know, I fucking love my movie playlist. And every time I listen to it, I'm like, okay, this could be definitely good for this type of scene in a movie or, or TV show or anything like that. Some songs hit you differently when you're either driving a car or you have something on your mind or whatever it is. And for you to have that experience, listen to the Kendrick album on a car on your way to Luigi's to get a Godfather sub. Also, what I was, was, on I was the... gonna get I was gonna get a pizza, but I I, I didn't want to wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? What was on the Godfather sub? Uh, some salam. Yeah, <laughs> I'm listening. My mouth's drooling, but I'm listening. Uh, uh, we got some capicola. We got some sopressata. Let me let me let me let me read. Yeah, it look it up right now. Is, yeah. it, is it like an Italian sub where it has like the hots, the olive oil, the uh, yeah, balsamic, so. lettuce, tomato, red onion? What are we talking here? I'm walking here. I'm walking over, I'm walking over here. Hey, I'm walking Ma- here. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just picturing like thick bread on the sub. I'm, th- I'm picturing like. I, I wish you took a picture of this and send it to me on Saturday when you did this. Pepperoni, yep. salam, capicol, yep. provolone cheese. Yep. That's really it. It wasn't that much. There wasn't a lot of stuff on it. I mean, that's okay. It doesn't have to be too much as long as it yeah. tastes good. I got a nice I got tomato basil soup to go with it. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Tomato base, you know, and get the stomach <laughs> right, you know. I love that. Just like just like my nana used to make, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just like my nana, my nana back in Napoli. That's right. Just yeah, my nana back in Napoli. <laughs> oh God, I I love it, and I think we can fade this conversation about Kendrick's album, talking about this Italian stuff, into search having the question of or me sending you a clip the other day of The Sopranos because I know we talk about TV movies all the time. What we're watching, what we're going to watch, all this other stuff. I texted you the other day a clip of The Sopranos. And you said, yeah, sounds good. Win or loss of the Suns game, I'll watch it tonight. And I said, yeah. win, win or loss, you sure about that? He said, you were like, yeah, I do. It, like, you, like you said earlier, there's much bigger things in life going on than like yeah. a team's win or loss and everything. And take it away from, from what happened. Yeah, on here's the thing. Here's the thing. I say win or <laughs> loss. I didn't mean that type of loss. Okay. <laughs> if they lost by a buzzer beater, fine. If you lost by 15, okay. You lose <laughs> by 10. All right. But if you're going to lose by 40 points or 35 points, whatever it was they lost by, I am not going to sit down and watch anything else for the rest of the night. I'm going to go to bed. This is not my day. <laughs> I get it. I took it. I took that as a loss for my day. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to bed right now. Yeah. <laughs> smart. There's no smart. part of me that wanted to watch anything. I was like, hmm. I'm not, I was, cause I was like, I'm not upset. Disappointed. I'm not upset. But I'm not in the mood to watch anything else. Yep. <laughs> so I'm just going to go to sleep. Um, but yeah, I'll watch it for sure. As I, cause you know, I'm studying for the bar and I'm studying for the bar exam. Mm-hmm. So. As I study for the bar exam, I have sun, I'm taking Sundays off. It's the Lord's Day, mm-hmm. and it's my rest day. Um, so I'm gonna take that day off, and on those days, it's my Soprano days, Soprano Sundays. And That's every right. Sunday for the pod, I'm gonna give you a breakdown of what I saw in the Sopranos. I love it. So next episode, 
We're gonna Sopranos episode one. How many seasons of the Sopranos are, are there? Ten. Offhand, no, definitely not. I I want to say seven. There is eighty-six episodes in total. I'm gonna fly through that. Eight weeks. Six seasons, eighty-six episodes. I'm gonna get eight weeks. You're gonna yeah. see the thing is you're gonna want to watch more than one every single time. I only watch only watch one. I did it with Game of Thrones. I only watch one. I can do it. It's so good, dude. You're gonna love it. I keep saying it. I'm gonna continue to send you clips, even though you're gonna be like, no spoilers, spoilers. It, there's so many things that you will not like understand until like it happens. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited for you to dive in on this, and you're gonna have to have like. You're gonna have to be making your own like Sunday gravy. You're gonna have to make like your own like Italian food or like just like cooking up and chefing up in the kitchen on Sunday. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. Exactly. It's kind of you know. Yeah. I can't wait. Take a trip to Sicily. I might have to go to Italy. You know, (laughs) might just you know take a trip. You're gonna get some imported. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about when I'm done with the exam, and then I'm gonna have some time when I'm doing my clerkship. Yep. Um, for my job. I don't know why I'm revealing so much information about myself on this podcast, but uh, <laughs> I'm doing my job because I'm going to have some time off. I was thinking about going to Japan. Oh. Maybe I go to Italy instead. I don't know. One of those two places. I love it. Maybe Might Italy well. or Japan. I think Italy might be easier. I feel like there's more... I can. I feel like I can, I feel like I can finagle my way around Italy easier than I can. Like If I get lost in it, if I get lost in either of those places, I'm lost. There's a, I don't think, I, I don't, and I don't think I'm going to be able to come back. However, I think it might be easier for me to get around in Italy than it is for me to get around in Japan. I just feel like it's going to be that. I just feel like that. You know? Did you did you take Italian in, in college when you were in college? No, I took French. You did take French, okay? And you I can... Latin. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so enough. I mean, Spanish and Italian are very close to each other, but French and Italian, eh, not so much. Same thing with Latin. Latin's a dead language. Yes, it is. I can't, I can't even tell you what I learned in Latin. <laughs> I remember in Italian freshman year because I took Spanish in high school, transferred to it. Did, did you take French in high school and then transferred I to Latin did. in college? No, I took French in high school and then they put me in intermediate French. Yeah. Horrible mistake. Because <laughs> I was so bad. Yep. And then I was like, I can't keep taking French. So I switched into Latin my uh, sophomore year. Yep. I, I remember so vividly when we were talking about like the different types of pasta in Italian my freshman year and everyone's like you the real the real way to say it is like gnocchi like gnocchi that's how to say it and people were like ganocchi ganacci and I was sitting there I was just like I had my headphones on I was like oh my god what are they doing come on please say it right but alas I really hope that you do take the trip that'd be a lot of fun man yeah, dude. I'll have to live stream that somehow. I'll have to get that on the pod. We'll have to do it. Yeah, content right there. Yeah, yeah. Surge, Surge Chronicles is tripping Italy. Yeah, you'll have to build a YouTube page to, and go, everything. Go, uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go to the Mona Lisa. It's in Italy, right? <laughs> I have no clue. Oh. <laughs> I go to the, the Louvre. No, it's in France. <laughs> go to the, the Roman Colosseum. That's in Italy. That's in Rome, right? Rome. Yep. Yeah. That's the only thing I know. Amalfi Coast, you have to hit the winery, the wineries. The wineries, just drunk off my ass, just walking around Italy, acting like a fool, eating (laughs) pizza. You know, one thing that I've I've known for years, but people are just finding this out now, fettuccine Alfredo is an American thing. 
So really? Yeah. It's a Lies. guy. Last name is Alfredo. Is from America. He made the sauce, and he's from America. Alfredo's Pizza Kitchen or Pizza by Alfredo's. <laughs> there has to, Michael. There has, there is a difference. Or another Kevin voice, right? Michael, which one did you get? There has to be a difference between the two of them. I hope you guys enjoyed that Kevin impersonation. Yeah, I, yeah. So very, very much uh, a fake Italian thing, but all the pasta, all the pizza you can get. Why the hell not, right? Pizza, pasta, bread, Italian ice. <laughs> Italian ice, yeah, that's the number yeah, one Italian thing. Serge is looking on the street for in Italy. Can I? Yep. Where, where can I get an Italian ice? <laughs> With my hands, just where can I get an Italian ice? <laughs> I'm wearing an Italian ice. Where can I get the Italian ice? Oh, I'm gonna a heavy accent too. I'm not gonna do it right now. But I'll do it right there. <laughs> come, on, come on, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. No, I'm not gonna do it right now. <laughs> Right, come we'll, on, come off horrible right now. It'll it'll come off horrible, but I think you have to do it after the uh, after watching the first episode of Sopranos next week and on the I'll next. I'll do a, I'll do my first breakdown in a full Italian accent. The I can't I can't wait. I'm so excited for that. So safe to say, Serge, we are going to be listening to that. We're going to be making sure to watch. I'm I'm fired up. I'll have to watch the first episode back again to make sure to remember what goes on because I remember it pretty vividly but i don't remember that fully so i can't wait to do it next week it'll be good anything else you want to do before wrapping up Serge? talked about uh, a lot today uh, that's it dude i think get on the nba stuff football i guess we could talk we can talk a little bit about hockey i know the, are the bruins out the bruins gonna make <laughs> yeah bruins are out it sucked game seven it was like an awesome weekend this past weekend it bad Bruins. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't wasn't a Suns game. But yeah. Well, yeah, we're getting what forty goals. No, but it's the entire series. Like I like, I love watching Bruins in in the playoffs. I don't watch too many games um, during the regular season, but in the playoffs, they've just been so inconsistent. Where they can score, this entire series has been back and forth. Where it's like. Whoever is basically to five goals every time wins the game. There, I think, game, you know, game seven was the only one that wasn't a two point two plus point difference between the game. It's every single game has been two or three points or four points even. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was a tough loss and everything like that. But I had more much more faith in the Celtics winning, which they did. So it was a good weekend overall. But yeah, Bruins are out, and um, Carolina is now playing the Rangers, who just won in the Game 7. There were so many Game 7s this past week, oh, dude. It was insane. Rangers. And then uh, on the West Coast, you have the Calgary Flames, who used to be my favorite team back in the day whenever I played NHL 05. Um, and don't remember who else they're playing. The hockey, dude. Memphis Blue, the Tennessee Blue. Is that a team? No. Tennessee Blue is not a team? The Tennessee Predators? St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Yeah, Nashville Predators. Uh, you would, I feel like you would rock a, jer- a hockey jersey, dude. A hockey yeah, sweater, dude. as they call them. Rangers. Rangers. Rangers, dude. I like – there's one that says Wolves on it. Yeah, the Ki- uh, Arizona – or Phoenix uh, Coyotes, yeah. I'm not wearing theirs. <laughs> I'll wear the – I'll do a Rangers jersey. I'll yeah. get a Rangers one. It looks I like swaggy. the look with the, with the sweatshirt underneath. Oh, like, yeah. Why not? It looks swaggy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll get one eventually. There's ninety dollars. Like, who has ninety dollars in a jersey? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't even have a Suns jersey. I've been a, I've been a fan of theirs since I was 
10. You have a single Suns jersey? I don't have any Suns paraphernalia. I was going to say, you have a T-shirt. I know you have a T-shirt. The Suns T-shirt? Yeah. I have an orange T-shirt. It's not a Suns T-shirt. Okay. I have a Falcons hat. That's it? Yeah. One just, Falcons hat. Well, thank God we started a podcast. And a vest. Have I have a nobody... Falcons vest. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I, my dad got it for Christmas. I've never worn it. I never <laughs> will wear it. <laughs> well, dude, thank God we started a podcast because no one else would have any clue who your fan who your fans are, like what, th- what teams your fans are. So well, you know, if you know me, you know. <laughs> if you know me, if you know who I am, you know what teams I rock. I've been, I've been, I've been down since the since the beginning of time. You have been, you know. And I don't, I don't waver. I don't fret. I stay loyal to my squads. This may be, this is a moment in history that we're going through. It's just a, it's just a blip on the radar. We're coming back better than ever. So all those haters out there, keep hating. We're coming back, baby. Let's go. Suns and four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. I think we got to end it on that note, man. I love it. Of course, yeah. Suns and four. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Perfect Common Podcast, episode 29. We'll be back next week. Continue to follow us, Instagram, smash that subscribe button, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Continue to listen to us. Share with your friends. Hinge. Hinge. <laughs> Find search on Hinge now. Recent, recent area. Oh. Thank you guys for all listening. Uh, we will see you next week on the Perfect Time Podcast.